welcome to another episode of Now About That with James and Sarah. I'm James. I'm Sarah. And on this week's episode, we're going to do a quick catch up. And then I pick, pulled some scary stories that we're going to read. And Sarah is just here, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. What did you, what do you? Oh, wow. Well, you said you wanted to maybe talk about some scary experiences or experiences we've seen in the past. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Like acting like I did not suggest that that we do something. Like, she's just here. I her, never contribute ever. With her newly purple hair, she's just here. It's true. I did. I did add purple to my hair uh, yesterday. So just just the parts that were still blonde. So now you said it was permanent. Is it permanent or demi permanent? So here's the thing about. Uh, hair dye that I learned the first time that I dyed my hair. Yeah. Which is if you bleach your hair and then put a semi-permanent or demi-permanent or temporary hair dye on bleached hair, it becomes permanent. Yeah. <laughs> so technically the hair dye that I used is a semi-permanent. Um, however, because I did put it on my bleached parts of my hair, uh, it is now permanent, which is fine. That's the way I wanted it to be anyway. Yeah. Which, I mean, that is, it is not to say that um, it doesn't fade because it, it will fade, but. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. It's, it's going to fade faster than it would if it were actually a permanent hair dye. Um, but that's fine. I'm, I'm fine with that. I mostly just wanted to do something with the blonde that was already there until it grows out enough for me to cut it out. Well, that's fun. Um, so how was your week? I know you went and saw your, your favorite YouTuber. I did. I got to meet my favorite YouTuber last night, Mr. Ballin. Um, I don't know how many of our listeners listen to like true crime or spooky stories. Um, but that's, that's one of my favorite things to listen to. They're going to have to this week because we're talking about it. <laughs> They're going to have to this week because we're talking about it. So buckle up, Buttercups. <laughs> so, um, but Mr. Ballin, does, it's not just that he does um, spooky stories and things like that. It's that a lot of the money that he makes goes back towards um, victims of true crime through his Mr. Ballin Foundation. Um, so they help families who've been affected by um, true crime through education, financial support, things like that. Um, so not only do I enjoy his stories, but I just really appreciate that he gives back into the communities that he is telling us stories from. Cool. That's nice. Yep. So he's pretty awesome. I highly recommend him. Absolutely check him out. He's on YouTube. He started off on TikTok um, during the pandemic telling short stories about things that he found really interesting and it grew into telling stories on YouTube and now he tells stories full time so he also has um, a podcast as well as um, his YouTube and TikTok. Did you promote our podcast? No. I did not get a chance to. I barely got a chance to say hi my name is Sarah you're amazing. <laughs> No, but uh, the one of the cool things though about last night, um, besides like getting to meet him um, and getting my picture taken with him, which I should be getting an email with my photo here soon because um, they had a professional photographer take it. Um, wow, my brain. No, the last story that he told 
uh, was about somebody from Indiana. So mm. specifically from Jasper, which I have been through Jasper multiple, multiple times. No offense to anyone who lives in Jasper, Indiana, who might be listening to this, but y'all city smells like pigs and tires. It's just not, not a pleasant time. What's the sulfur? See, I never noticed the sulfur because of the pigs and the yeah. <laughs> and the tires. Yeah. I've never because... actually, I don't know that I've actually ever been to Jasper. Ryan, we've been to French Lake a few times, which is not too far from Jasper, but. So I've been through Jasper and Lagodi multiple, multiple times, um, going down to um, Owensboro, Kentucky to visit. Well, now my ex-friend, um, but whenever I used to go and visit her, I would go through Jasper and they have a Firestone um, plant there where they make mm. tires, which is part of the reason it smells like tires. Um, but also uh, the area around like the town Jasper and Lagodi um, is surrounded by pig farms. And so there's just, I love pigs, but I don't like how they smell in big groups. So, <laughs> so big groups of pigs, plus the rubber smell from the tires. It's just not a, not a fun time. Well, that's fun. Um, I mean, my week, it was kind of, it was really busy, we, especially Thursday. I don't know what it is with Thursday, but everything seems to get scheduled on Thursday. Cause I had I like that last episode too. That yeah. Was really busy. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So we had our ESL cohort two for 2023 graduation on Thursday. So we catered them lunch and then we gave them their graduation certificates and stuff like that. Uh, We also had um, Thursday, October 19th was Spirit Day for um, anti-bullying for LGBTQ youth. So we did a Spirit Day event where we talked about what Spirit Day was. So I put together a little pamphlet that had some information on Spirit Day, how it was started and uh, we passed that out and then we put together a um, a photo wall where you could take get your picture taken and um, wear purple. A lot, some There weren't very, I mean, there were a lot of people that wore purple, but there were a lot of people that didn't as well, but it's not a big deal. I was like, the wall's purple. You can stand in front of the wall. We'll get your picture taken in front of the wall. Um, but that was fun. And then, <clears throat> oh, I was supposed to take Bobo to the, the vet, but I did cancel because I was like, there's my vet appointment was at 420 and our event didn't end until two i was like i don't want a chance not getting back here and making it to the vet on time so i canceled it um and then we'll just have to reschedule it until in december because they didn't have any openings until december other than that i'd work i mean we implemented something new and i'm still trying to figure out what's going on with it and fix some issues that have come up after reviewing some of the stuff other than that it was kind of Kind of crazy. Crazy week. Sounds like it. I have to take my car back to the the dealership because uh, on, when was it? Tuesday or Wednesday? On my way home, it was Wednesday. On my way home, the, um, the adaptive cruise control wouldn't work, so I couldn't use it. And then I had to, when I got home, I turned it off and then Thursday when I went to leave, it did start working, so it was fine. But then when I left work on Thursday, I got the error message that I had the last time. But it, it like it was there for a few minutes or maybe a minute or so, and then it went away, and then it like it was working fine. So I don't know, and they probably won't be able to do anything with it until they it sees the error. So if I take it in and it doesn't have the error, then it's just like I'm wasting a trip to drop off my car and just sit there and do nothing because they're not going to be able to do anything with it because it's not it doesn't have an error. And they won't fix it if it doesn't have an error message that shows up. But <clears throat> we'll see. Isn't that what you just got it fixed for, though? Yeah. That's a little sus. I mean, I, I have read that 
it happens a lot with this car and the the first few times they just like adjust it they don't actually replace the little wire that goes to the the camera that's having the issue um but if it continues to happen then they replace the wire so they have to do like it, it, i guess it's ford's policy that they adjust the wire first before replacing it and then after like if it continues to be an issue then they'll replace the wire and that fixes the issue okay it's stupid i understand i get it and but it 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 is what it is. There's nothing I can do about it. The car I mean, is still drivable. Right, but... It's just my favorite. One of my favorite features about the car doesn't work. I'm just... I guess for me, I'm just like, what's the point of having the car if the one, because it's like practically brand new. Like, what's the point if the features aren't working that I'm paying for? Because yeah. you pay extra for those features. No. Yeah, it's included in the price of the car. Oh, yeah. So, like, you're paying extra for those features and through the price of the car. the Blue Cruise is a feature that you do have to pay for. Um, I have it. It's free until, I think, like, the end of November. But after that, it's, like, $800 for three years. It's a really yeah. weird subscription service. It's a really weird subscription service. But anyway, I'm just saying, like, if, if I had bought the car, I would be a lot more upset that this is a thing that keeps happening than you currently are. <laughs> well, I mean, my thing is, yeah, it sucks, but like it's and I have to take it in. But I mean, it's a new it's the first version of the car. So I knew that there would probably be some hitches with it and it doesn't prevent me from using the car. It prevents me from using one of the my favorite features about the car, but it doesn't prevent me from using the car. And when I take it in, they fix it. So it's not that big of a deal to me and it costs me nothing for them to fix it. It sucks and it's an inconvenience that I have to take it in. But the good thing about my job is I can sit there and do my work while they're working on it and then they can fix it and I can just be up, move on my on my day. It's so it's not really to me. It's not really that big of a deal. It sucks when it doesn't work, but I can still use the car. So it doesn't matter. I mean, I just love my car so much that this minor inconvenience is not deterring me from loving my car. Fair. This is the first car that I've had that I have loved this much. Which, I mean, is great and fantastic and I'm very happy for you. I'm I'm just saying that like, if it were me, I would be upset. And it just, that made it worse. <laughs> for some reason on these headphones, my the wire sometimes gets tangled and it like... Wraps all the way around your mic. No, that's... I mean, it's plugged into the microphone, but, but it like, it just kind of tangles and it I, there's no way to kind of like when those corded phones they would get that thing where it was like wrapped. Oh, it's doing yeah. that uh-huh and there's no way for me to fix it while i have it on and there's no way oh oof the ones at work still do that yeah the corded phones at work well do you want to start off by telling us story that you know or you've had to deal with yeah yeah i can do that okay. so okay it's spooky season um so Spooky Yuki. Um, this, this will be coming out on October twenty third, mm -hmm. which is close to October, which is close to Halloween. And our next episode after this one will be the day before Halloween. It'll be Halloween Eve. So I'll probably save a couple of the stories that I have for the next episode. Yeah, I, for sure. I, I looked up a bunch. So sounds like a plan to me. So um I've always kind of experienced the supernatural um ever since I was a kid. Uh whether that was like being able to tell the future on occasion, uh which I or or knowing things I should not know. 
<laughs> um, but one of one of the biggest like incidents, I guess, in my life was um, in a house that we lived in in Poland, Indiana. Um, which you'll know which which house because you've been over there before. No. Um, when we were in high school, and I remember in particular this one per- this one day, um, I was at home by myself. I was chilling out in the living room. I was doing my homework, and I was like stretched out on the floor with like all these papers around me doing my homework. And all of a sudden, I hear boxes moving downstairs. And like at the time, our basement um, did have a bunch of boxes down there because we were finishing up um renovating it so there were still some things um that we were doing to get the basement finished which it was never really fully finished but we won't get into that anyway so <laughs> I mean, it's a basement most most basements don't ever get actually finished yeah true um but it's it was a very distinctive noise of these boxes moving and i was like there's nobody here so i should not be hearing that noise so i go downstairs i look around nothing's been moved but like it just feels weird down there so i'm like okay that's a little weird let me let me come back upstairs <laughs> so i go back upstairs and i'm just like you know what whatever it was just my imagination everything's fine everything's cool no big deal um the house was a new build before we moved into it so there was only one other owner before we moved in like no weird deaths or anything like that as far as i was aware but i come back upstairs and i get all comfy again on the floor doing my homework and all of a sudden i hear somebody run up the stairs like very different sound from the house settling yeah <laughs> I was like, you know what i'm gonna go to my room now <laughs> hang out in my room and then later she found out that that was on indian burial ground (laughs) technically speaking it probably was probably yeah the majority of the united states is built on um the land of dead people so especially people that we just took it from so i don't have anything like that but i do remember when i was little we would we went to um a friend's house for halloween um and it was when we were living in gosport indiana and like they lived so we lived in gosport it was just kind of like on the outside of gosport but uh, they lived like in the town of gosport so we went to their house and we were um doing trick-or-treating because this was when we were like really little I, i think i was like maybe maybe eight or nine um so we walked around and we did trick-or-treating and then we all went back to our friend's house for halloween and we looked through our we were looking through our candy and then all of a sudden all the lights went out in the house and we were just sitting there like what do we do what happened like what what should we do and then the back door opens and there's a person standing in the back door and then we look and he has a chainsaw in his hand and he starts the chainsaw and runs after us and chases us out the house. And then the lights come back on and it was the person's dad. Oh my God. <laughs> and I walked over to him and I screamed and I smacked him. I had the like those big like gum, like things of gum that oh come and, like you open them up and they're like, they're disgusting. They're that pink, disgusting, like um, hubba bubba bubble gum. Yes. I walked over and I smacked him with that and I said, don't do that. <laughs> It was, it was hilarious. It was terrifying. And that's like the scaredest I've ever been um, when I was little. Oh, my it was, God. It was a funny story. And then, but he didn't. So it was the chainsaw, but it didn't have a chain on it. So it was just like an empty chainsaw. It was he just the actually, sound of it. Yeah, yeah. He didn't actually chase us with a chainsaw. <laughs> an operable chainsaw (laughs) (laughs) right he wasn't doing it in a dangerous way 
Like there was no potential for us to get maimed or damaged. <laughs> Although we did run into the road, <laughs> across the road, but it was, I mean, it was Gosport and it was, I think the road was actually closed for trick-or-treating. That would make sense. But other than that, I mean, I mean, there's like those random things when I'll wake up and it's not that I won't be able to move, but I'll like look and it like there's like a dark shadow or something. And then all of a sudden it moves like toward me and I freak out and then wake up. Ryan does it a lot, too. Like he'll just randomly wake up and see something and scream. Okay. (laughs) And I'm like, (laughs) he does it and it wakes me up. I'm like, what are you doing? Lay down. It's fine. There's nothing there. Lay down. It's terrifying when it, when he it happens to him because we're just laying there and he just wakes up and he's like, no, no. Ah, ah. And then I'm just like, what do you do? And he like sits up and like looks towards something. And I'm like, it's fine. There's nothing there. Lay down. Lay down. <laughs> like, honey, please. <laughs> I have an hour left. I need to sleep. Shut up. <laughs> just let it take over you. Damn it. I need to sleep. <laughs> Listen, your potential maiming by whatever it is that's out there. Not as important as me getting my beauty rest. Okay, it takes a lot to keep this up. And see, my brain, I like even if something like that happens and it's happened a couple times here. But even like if something like that happens, my brain has the ability to rationalize it with, oh, I am just thinking about something that I saw in a scary movie. Nothing actually happened. It was just my brain playing tricks on me and then relating it to a movie that I watched. I am. This This is making me think of a line that Mr. Ballin said last night for his very first story when he was talking about an experience that he had. And he's just like, your brain will do a lot to convince you that what you're seeing is not what's actually happening <laughs> before it starts panicking. Yeah. And I'm like, I wish my brain did that. I wish my brain did the rational thing first before just diving headlong into I'm going to fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, that's, that's straight where my brain goes. It's like, well, okay, this is the end. We've lived a long <laughs> life. It's like, this is it. Take me. I'm done. <laughs> I've been trying to go for ages. Please. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I have. Do you want me to jump into one of the stories that I found? Yeah, for sure. So this one's called The Man in the Overcoat. Uh, when my brother, sister and I were little, my mom had a really scary, weird experience. It was late one night. Everyone was in bed. The house we lived in had a really long hallway and mom would always leave a lamp on in case my brother or sister had to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. I was a baby. Mom remembers w- waking up and realizing the lamp was off. Then she saw a flashlight on moving down the hallway. She closes her eyes, opens them again, and there's a man at the end of her bed with an overcoat and a hat on. Of his face, she could only see his eye. She thought she was dreaming, so she closed and opened her eyes a few times. The last time she opened them, he was gone. She quietly woke my dad. He went around the house looking for, looking and checking all the doors and windows. Crazy thing is, all the doors and windows were locked from the inside. Even the bolts on the doors and chains were locked. My mom swears he was there. Oh, and the lamp was turned back on. And that's it. I don't like that. That's spooky-ooky. <laughs> I mean, that's the kind of stories that I no, look for. I know, I know, but I'm like... <laughs> it kind of reminds me of the thing that happens with Ryan and I, where it's just we'll randomly see a dark shadowy... Like, n- not the light thing, but a dark shadowy figure standing in, like, the corner or beside our bed. Whew. Eh. Whew. What's the worst that can happen? I don't know. You could die. 
Do you want me to send you a couple of them and you can we can like jump back and forth? Sure. Okay. I was actually scary to ask if you wanted to do that. I will put it in. No, that's not what I wanted. Nothing is ever what I want. Oh my god. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh no, I kept going to the wrong option and choosing shows chat bubbles or show chat previews and it kept turning it off i just want to send this i just want to send the thing why won't you send the thing okay all right let me bum, 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 bum. pulling up the link now all right funny faces so this is a scary short story um and it says sharon was heading to the bathroom on the second floor of her aunt's house when she saw her cousin april on the stairs april was four and very animated she was busy making funny faces while sitting on the stairs sharon asked her what she was doing she said i'm copying the lady with the braid sharon looked around there was no one else but them she asked her again where is the lady april april pointed to a beam running parallel to the stairwell Sharon asked, what is the lady doing? Making funny faces. Sharon smiled and started walking up the stairs again when April said something that stopped her. Her braids are around her neck. Sharon turned back and asked April to repeat herself. April pointed, the lady is hanging by her braid. She's making funny faces. Then April started making a face of someone gasping for air. <laughs> that one actually I have heard before because I am a slut for spooky stories on YouTube. <laughs> and that is a story um, that has been told there before. It's still creepy. Children are able are definitely able to see more uh, than we are. <laughs> and, <Yeah>. and is a little bit a little bit frightening. A little yeah. bit frightening. <laughs> the next one I have, I kind of wanted I want to take it and edit it because I don't I'm not going to. I'm going to read it the way it's written, but it's like there's weird periods where there shouldn't be a period and commas where there shouldn't be a comma or commas where there should be a period. It's very annoying. <laughs> I read through it earlier and I was like, this sucks. <laughs> but it's it's a really fun, like a good, scary story. Um, So this one is called Under the Bed. Uh, Saturday, this kitten showed up and hung out all day and helped me salt for frogs and helped me plant pumpkins. I'm assuming this is like in Australia or somewhere. Uh, we had a fire and he stayed back there with us the whole time. During the fire, I was watching the house and I swear some I saw someone walk from the garage door into the kitchen. But no lights were on in the house except the stove light and the door didn't open. So just to play on whatever, whatever light, just to play on light, whatever. It happens. No big deal. See, this is what I mean. There should be a comma there. And then a while later, Fred made me take him down the street to see where the kitten lives and if he'd just go home, but he wouldn't. Well, we get back to the house and hang out a little bit and I don't know what we did really sat around talking moving from the living room to the garage and back our usual we go to go to bed mind you i have not been drinking i had four shots that's drinking by the way four shots is drinking no other drinks just water and maybe a gatorade or two all day or night and my morning red bull we let the dogs in i put bella in her room and he put doug in his cage we lay down he passes out real quick like usual i mean like first commercial break in friends which we've been a billion we've seen a billion times and he's out i'm just laying there watching tv in the mirror floor to ceiling three panels wide mirror on the wall and i see something breathing under the bed like the up and down motions of breathing so i watch it and i watch it and i shake him nothing so i shift my position because i know in my heart that it's it's just it's got to be my mind playing tricks on me i'm tired i'm losing my mind 
It's fine. Well, I shift and it's still breathing. That motion, I swear it was, and it looks fluffy to me, like a, I think a raccoon, but also four feet tall or long, laying on its back or stomach under the bed. Swear to God, I could see this thing, but could not decide what it could be. My heart fucking racing, and I'm thinking we're going to die. But also, remember Bella? Bella went to her room without a concern or anything. I shake him again and tell him I'm having a panic attack. Get me some water. Because, you know, he can be the he can be the one that this thing grabs from under the bed. It's not going to be me. <laughs> On his way back, I tell him that, to let Bella out of her room. She comes in and just plops down on on her little doggy bed, shifty eyes under the bed for a second, and then she's out. He hands me a bottle of water with a quarter ounce in it, talking about, I can get some more. Do you need more? MF whatever. (laughs) What that means? Motherfucker whatever. Yeah. So I feel better for a few minutes. I'm calmed down now, mostly. It didn't get him, and Bella doesn't care that it's whatever it is. Wrong. My heart racing, and I swear to God, I see this thing under there, watching in the mirror as I hide under the covers. I punch my guy in the chest and show him the phone where I type out, there's something under the bed. And in his drunk half-asleep, he says, what? No. Look at Bella. She's asleep, and I just cannot put it to rest and tell him about the man I saw earlier. But I finally, finally convince him to get up and go through the entire house, turning on every single light and checking every corner, both kids' room and laundry room, under our bed, every damn where, and there's nothing. Not a damn thing. That's it. Oof. No. Nope. <laughs> I mean, Absolutely don't, not. <laughs> don't you think if you saw something where you thought you saw someone go into your house, you would say something then and you wouldn't just carry on with your night? <laughs> like That's when you should be saying, hey, I think I just saw someone go into the house. Can we go check? That's when you should be doing that. Not while you're in bed and you think you see something breathing under your bed. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Ooh. Okay. So that other... The other link that I sent you has like 30 plus, there are 30 stories in it. I saw that. Um, So the first story is this new old house. And there's a picture. It's it's a creepy picture taken of like the inside of an abandoned building, potentially like an abandoned ballroom. And it says in creepy lettering, the best feeling is getting a long peel, similar to your skin when you're peeling from a sunburn. (laughs) I think I've heard heard this. Anywho, uh, we bought an old house, my boyfriend and I. He's in charge of the new construction, converting the kitchen into the master bedroom, for instance, while I'm on wallpaper removal duty. The previous owner papered every wall and ceiling. Removing it is brutal, but oddly satisfying. The best feeling is getting a long peel similar to your skin when you're peeling from a sunburn. I don't know about you, but I kind of make a game of peeling on the hunt for the longest piece before it rips. Under a corner section of paper in every room is a person's name and a date. Curiosity got the best of me one night when I googled one of the names and discovered the person was actually a missing person, the missing date matching the date under the wallpaper. The next day, I made a list of all the names and dates. Sure enough, each name was for a missing person with dates to match. We notified the police who naturally sent out the crime scene team. I overheard one tech say, yep, it's human. Human? What's human? Ma'am, where's the material you removed from the walls already? This isn't wallpaper you were removing. <laughs> I have heard this that story before. I would die. I, yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> 
That's no. insane. I'm I'm deceased and I'm I'm living in the mental hospital at that point. I also hate wallpaper. I also hate wallpaper. Like there are some wall newer wallpapers that I think like mm, maybe because it's like that it's got like a, a raised surface and you can paint it and make it look a little different. And it's paintable wallpaper. Yeah, that maybe. But like the old wallpaper that people used to use, hate it. Yeah, no, um, I am so glad that I have not lived in a house that had wallpaper in a really long time. No. Um, so this next story is called. It says, I hate it when my brother Charlie has to go away. And then in there, there's a, I think there's a picture with all of them. This one has a picture of, it looks like two little like creepy dolls sitting on like a bench. And it says, they say his disorder makes him charming, makes it easy for him to fake normalcy. Yeah, that's not mortifying at all. <laughs> all right. So the story goes. I hate it when my brother, Charlie, has to go away. My parents constantly try to explain to me how sick he is, that I am lucky for having a brain where all the chemicals flow properly to their destinations like undammed rivers. When I complain about how bored I am without my little brother to play with, they try to make me feel bad and by pointing out that his boredom likely far surpasses mine, considering he's confined to a dark room in an institution. I always beg for them to give him one last chance. Of course, they did at first. Charlie has been back home several times, each shorter than in duration than the last. Every time without fail, it starts again. The neighbor cats with gouged out eyes showing up in his toy chest. My dad's razor found dropped in the baby's slide in the park across the street. Mom's vitamins replaced with bits of dishwasher tablets. My parents are hesitant now, using last chances sparingly. They say his disorder makes him charming, makes it easy for him to fake normalcy, and to trick the doctors who came who care for him into thinking his he is ready for rehabilitation. That I will just have to put up with my boredom if it means staying safe from him. I hate it when Charlie has to go away. It makes me have to pretend to be good until he is back. Oof, oof. And then it says share this story with the short story, the short horror story with a twist with your friends. I mean, we did, we did that. Okay, <clears throat> this next one is called Guardians by uh, Dark Alligator. I guess I should have said who the other one was by as well. Anyway, it's a close-up photo of a wasp or a hornet, it looks like. And it says, he knew they had just been protecting him. <laughs> I read the very first sentence and I'm already, nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he awoke to the huge insect-like creatures looming over his bed and screamed his lungs out. They hastily left the room and he stayed up all night shaking and wondering if it had been a dream. The next morning, there was a tap on the door. Gathering his courage, he opened it to see one of them gently place a plate filled with fried breakfast on the floor, then retreat to a safe distance. Bewildered, he accepted the gift. I'm also bewildered. <laughs> <laughs> the creatures chittered excitedly. This happened every day for weeks. At first, he, worried, he was worried they were fattening him up, but after a particularly greasy breakfast left him, clutching his chest from heartburn, they were replaced with fresh fruits. As well as cooking, they poured hot, steamy baths for him and even tucked him in when he went to bed. It was bizarre. One night, he awoke to gunshots and screaming. He raced downstairs to find a decapitated burglar being devoured by the insects. He was sickened, but disposed of the remains as best he could. He knew they had just been protecting him. One morning, the creatures wouldn't let him leave his room. He lay down, confused, but trusting as they ushered him back into bed. Whatever their motives, they weren't going to hurt him. Hours later, a burning pain spread throughout his body. It felt like his stomach was filled with razor wire. 
The insects chittered as he spasmed and moaned. It was only when he felt a terrible squirming feeling beneath his skin that he realized the insects hadn't been protecting them. They had been protecting their young. (laughs) I like that one. Oh my God. All right. Absolutely not. No. (laughs) That one's funny. You, I, you couldn't really, well, I guess maybe if you were paying close attention, you couldn't really see where that was going, but that was an interesting twist. All right. So, um, do you want to do this one and maybe one more? And then do you want to do another tarot reading at the end? Oh yeah, for sure. I just have to grab my cards. Okay. Uh, so this one's called seeing red and then in quotations or in parentheses, the first day of school. Everyone loves the first day of school, right? New year, new classes, new friends. It's a day full of potential and hope before all the dreary depressions of reality show up to ruin all the fun. I like the first day of school for a different reason, though. You see, I have a sort of power. When I look at people, I can sense a sort of aura around them, a colored outline based on how long that person has to live. Most everyone I meet around my age is surrounded by a solid green hue, which means they have plenty of life left. A fair amount of them have a yellow orangish tinge to their auras, which tends to mean a car crash or some other tragedy. Anything that takes people before their time, as they say. The real fun is when the auras venture into the red end of the spectrum. Every now and then, I'll see someone who's basically a walking spotlight. Those are the a walking stoplight, sorry. Those are the ones who get murdered or kill themselves. It's such a rush to see them and know their time is numbered. With that in mind, I get to class very early so I can scout out classmates' fates. The first kid who walked in was basically radiating red. I chuckled to myself, too damn bad, bro. But as people kept walking in, they all had the same intense glow. I finally caught a glimpse of my rose-tinted reflection in the window, but I was too stunned to move. Our professor stepped in and locked the door, his aura a sickening shade of green. So the teacher killed all of them and then killed himself, I'm assuming. (sighs) That is insane. And it seems like something that, I mean, aside from the aura thing, I don't know how true that is, but it seems like something that could potentially happen. I mean, some people do see auras, so. That's true. That would that would make sense. <clears throat> uh, okay. All right. Um, this one's called They Got the Definition Wrong. And then the picture is going into, it's at the top of a staircase going down into the darkness. And it says, insanity is dot, 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 realizing you no longer fall asleep. <laughs> It has been said that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. I understand the sentiment behind the saying, but it's wrong. I entered the building on a bet. I was strapped for cash and didn't buy into the old legends of the hotel to begin with, so 50 bucks was more than enough to get me to do it. It was simple. Just reach the top floor, the 45th floor, shine my flashlight from a window. The hotel was old and broken, including the elevator, so that meant hiking up the stairs. Absolutely not. I'm not climbing 45 floor no absolutely not okay <laughs> sorry there's dying um so up the stairs i went as i reached each platform i noted the old brass plaques displaying the floor numbers 15 16 17 18 i felt a little tired as i crept higher but so far no ghosts no cannibals no demons piece of cake I can't tell you how happy I was as I entered that last stretch of numbers. I joyfully counted them aloud at each platform. 40, 41, 42, 43, 44, 44. I stopped and looked back down the stairs. I must have miscounted, so I continued up. 44, one more flight, 44, 
and then down 10 flights. 44. 15 flights? 44. And so it's been for as long as I can remember. So really, insanity isn't doing something repeatedly and expecting different results. It's knowing that the results will never, ever change. That each door leads to the same staircase, to the same number. It's realizing you no longer fall asleep. It's not knowing whether you've been running for days or weeks or years. It's when the sobbing slowly turns into laughter. <laughs> that one's fun. Oh, this next one's tiny. I would, I would watch that if it was a movie. Yeah, I think it might be something that there is a similar type of thing. Uh, so this next one's tiny, so I'm just going to read through it. Uh, my daughter learned to count. My daughter woke me up around 11.50 last night. My wife and I had picked up, picked her up from her friend Sally's birthday party, brought her home and put her to bed. My wife went into the bedroom to read while I fell asleep watching the Braves game. Daddy, she whispered, tugging my shirt sleeve. Guess how old I'm going to be next month. I don't know, beauty. I said as I slipped on my glasses. How old? She smiled and held up four fingers. It is 7.30 now. My wife and I have been up for almost eight hours. She still refuses to tell, tell us where she got them. Oh, no. <laughs> that oh, took a no. second. <laughs> That's oh, funny. No. Okay. All right. Well, I my tarot deck is downstairs. So give me just a minute to go grab it. Um, you can ad lib and I'll be back. Okay. Ad lib, ad lib. I'm just going to pause because I don't, I'm not going to ad lib. I'm going to give her a minute to get her breath, but we're going to get back into it. And she's going to do a tarot reading for everybody. And now she's she's taking her a puff of her inhaler. You know. Uh, all right. Let us see here. Are we doing just a reading for our general audience? Yeah. All right. Okay. So this reading is for a specific member of the audience. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I'm listening to the cards. <laughs> all, all they're telling me is it's for somebody specific and that they will know who they are. Weird. But anyway, okay. Okay. So I pulled three cards. The first one's the chariot in reverse. Maybe, 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 or not. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Chariot in reverse. And then the second is the knight of pentacles in reverse. So whoever you are, got some reversals going on. Okay. And then the last one is also in reverse and is the three of wands. So I don't know if you can. But... You have to put it in front of your face. There you go. Uh, okay, I will take. I'll take a picture so that we we can post it. Bum, bum, bum. There we go. Okay, so for the first one, chariot in reverse is a warning that you're letting obstacles and challenges get in the way, which is preventing you from achieving what you're setting out to do. And the Knight of Pentacles in reverse says that. There's a person in this situation who's sending mixed signals. Um, they're potentially assuring you of wanting something more, um, either a deeper connection financially, emotionally, what have you. Um, but then they're not following through with anything that they're saying. And then the last one is the three of wands, which means that you've been working really hard towards your future 
and have been going on a journey to expand your life experiences, but things are not going as planned. Essentially, um, you're going through it, friend. Whoever you are, you're going through it right now. Um, but, but it just had me pull one more card for you and it's the, um, the Nine of Cups upright and the nine of cups upright means wishes come true or that you're you're going to achieve what it is that you're looking to achieve so all this stuff is happening right now but it's not things aren't over like what you're wanting is coming you just have to keep working on it you gotta address some personal issues and get rid of some toxic people in your life but it's coming so weird what Whoever you are, whoever whoever you are, please message us and let us know <laughs> like how the situation works out. Yeah, it's crazy. Whether whether it be through the text message or our email, that yeah. that would be interesting to hear if something sparked with someone. Right? Because it was very specific. It was saying this was specifically for someone. So whoever you are, show yourself. <laughs> Maybe it's the dark entity that lives in our apartment. Maybe it's the dark <laughs> entity that lives in our apartment. And maybe their wish is to get rid of you. I mean, I have another two years in this apartment. We just resigned our lease. <laughs> I'm kidding. Please don't die. I'm like... <laughs> Please. Well, <laughs> well, we are recording on a Saturday instead of a Friday um, because you had to go meet Mr. Ballin. Ballin. I almost said Mr. Beast, but I was like, that's not right. That's not right. No. <laughs> Wrong YouTuber. Um, but do you have anything left? Anything planned for tomorrow or the rest of the day? Um, Today, I'm going to go get boba um, with some of my friends. Um, And then tomorrow I work Tomorrow starts my work week again. Um, I decided to go ahead and apply for the assistant manager position. Did you discuss what you want? I discussed it. Um, it doesn't, let me, let me say this. It doesn't sound like I'm going to get too, too much more than $17 an hour. However, um, there's a lot more opportunities to actually bonus as an assistant general manager than there is as a regular front desk person, which means that even if I'm not making more per se, I'm still gonna end up making more in the long term because of the bonuses. So I figured worst case scenario, I hate it and I decide to do something else. Yeah, I mean, but like, you, you can always give it a try and then back out if you want to. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just like, you know, it's not gonna hurt anything for me to try it out. And if I don't like it, I can just keep doing what I'm doing, which is looking for something else that I think would be more interesting, more fulfilling. Yeah. So. What is raining here? Like pouring down rain. Okay. It has been, it has, well, not pouring. I mean, it's raining steadily. I'll say that, not pouring. Um. So I'm not doing anything today, but I don't know. Tomorrow it's supposed to be kind of windy. And Ryan said, I don't remember what he said he wanted to do. I mean, we need to go to Best Buy because he wants to buy Oppenheimer. I guess it came out on blu-ray mm, nice. so we're going to go to best buy for him to get that and then i mean we always go on sunday we go and grab lunch somewhere and then come back and watch a movie or hang out and i do some school stuff edit the podcast and ryan takes a nap <laughs> <laughs> you know um I, I mean we're kind of boring i mean i'm also kind of boring like this is the most excitement i've had for a hot minute so. I have been actively, more actively posting on LinkedIn though, like, because nice. um, we, I'm, I am a co-lead for our employee resource group, the Pride Employee Resource Group. So I'm trying to like promote that we're actually doing stuff in the Quincy facility now, and 
Um, so I've been posting like what the, the that we've turned the lights purple and then the picture. I just posted the pictures of like what we decorated and then the ones that I was in because I don't know how people feel about other people posting their picture without their knowledge on social media and mm -hmm. LinkedIn. I mean, while it is a professional version of social media, um, it is still social media. So I try to only post ones that I'm in. Fair. Um, other than that, anything else going on, Sarah? How's your tricycle going? <laughs> Soon. <clears throat> Soon. Um, before Christmas. <laughs> Um, it'll be no. the new. It'll be the new year, and she still won't have it. It'll be one of her resolutions for next year. <laughs> the depression has been bad, uh, yeah. so um, so a lot of things uh, fell to the wayside, including but not limited to uh, my schoolwork. Mm. So I'm actually behind on some things, which I will also be taking care of today and tomorrow. Um, one of the one of the few nice things about work right now is that as long as I'm the only one there and it, the building doesn't catch on fire, um, <laughs> I can pretty much do what I need to do, so. Um, well, I have uh, the rest of this week and then one more week and I'm done, Sarah. I know, you are so close. And then I need to find something. I, I think I want to look at doing something else. Not another degree, but maybe like a certification in something. Mm. There's a, a DE&I certification that, that I was reading about um, that I might look into. Nice. I am. Um, I'm thinking about changing my degree um, because I was going to transfer over to UT, but when I was looking, they got rid of their linguistics bachelor's program. So I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Shocking. A University of Texas doesn't want people to learn in learn other languages. I'm completely awestrucken right now, Sarah. Oh my god. Linguistics is not just about learning other languages. It's the study of language in and of itself. But I see I see what you did there. Um, so I was like, okay, well maybe I could switch and I could get my bachelor's and my library degree because I already have and associates, um, but they, it doesn't look like they have a bachelor's program for that either. So I'm just gonna have to figure out like what to do because I can't go straight into a master's program. No. I gotta have a bachelor's to be able to move into a master's. So I'm like, well, <laughs> I guess I'm gonna have to figure this out. So I'm probably gonna end up having to switch over to English just in, to have a bachelor's. I mean, you could do that or you could always just do what most people do and just get like a, a bachelor's in business or something. I mean, I could do that too, but... Civil engineering. <laughs> do I look like the civil engineering type? <laughs> I, I can't remember who it was, but somebody was telling me that they went to... Oh, it was one of the, guy, one of the guys that has a dog. He has um, a bachelor's in aerospace engineering. But wow. He worked, but he works for cvs as a well as a contractor for cvs um doing i think app or something some kind of software engineering or developing like that doesn't sound like it really you're not putting your aerospace engineering degree to good use but he's moving back to florida oh well then maybe he'll get a chance to put it to good use out there yeah they're always shooting shit into space <laughs> yeah all right well you want to call it a podcast yeah, I guess we could call it a podcast. All right. Well, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Now About That with James and Sarah. And if you like this episode, please give it a like, comment, and don't forget to 
follow or subscribe. Uh, make sure you leave a review in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen, as this will help get the podcast out to more people and help us grow. And then feel free to follow us on social media. All of our handles are at now about that pod. And if there is something specific you would like us to discuss on the podcast, feel free to email us at nowaboutthatpod at gmail.com. Visit our website, www.nowaboutthatproductions.com. And then you can also give us a call or a text message with any questions that you would like us to answer. Our phone number is 765-557-4170. Thanks again for listening. And we hope you have a great week since this will be coming out on Monday. Sarah, enjoy the rest of your weekend and your boba. You enjoy the rest of your weekend as well. Well, and enjoy your Oppenheimer. Uh, I will not watch it, but Ryan <laughs> will enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye.